Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Kids Matter Podcast, the place where you and your church take the next steps in your kids' ministry journey. We know you love Kidman, and we want to give you the tools to succeed. Now, here's your hosts, Ryan Frank and Corey Jones. Hey, friends, Ryan Frank, Amber Pike, Corey Jones. Welcome to episode number 89 of the Kids Matter Podcast. Podcast listeners, one thing you might not have known about me is that I am a mind reader. In fact, before we went live on the podcast, I don't know if mind reader is the right, right word, um, but I guessed, we're on Zoom recording this, I guessed what Corey was wearing today. I said, Corey, I'm going to read your mind. I bet you're wearing khaki pants. Corey, was I right? Always. There they are with flip-flops. Corey went on to say last time, because I said, how many of those do you have? He said, last time I bought a pair, I bought seven because I like them so much. That's dedication. (laughs) Podcast listeners, thanks for tuning in. It's Ryan Frank, Amber Pike, and Corey Jones. We're in for a treat today. Great podcast lineup, huh, Corey? It is. And let's see, we are how many days away from Megacon now? 13. 13 days. 13 days away. In fact, Corey... I showed this to Beth earlier. If you if you were at my computer and you launched my Chrome browser and you just ter- typed into into Google or into Chrome the word "how many," it auto populates how many days until October fifth, two thousand twenty one. Because I look it up so much, all I have to do is type in "how" and then "m," and it brings up how many days till October fifth, two thousand twenty one. Thirteen days. Can you believe it? But did you know that if you have the brand spanking new Megacon app, it tells you right on the app how many days. It's got a countdown on there. I think it's down to the seconds, isn't it? Or at least the minutes. Um, That's pretty exciting. And I believe the app went live today, I think, for the public. I saw an email this morning in the inbox. It's there. Uh, All you have to do is go to the app store and type in Kids Matter Megacon. And you'll see it. It's really sweet. Corey, you checked it out, some of the features on there? I have dove in very deep, trying to find all the holes and, you know, let Andrew Brooks know what he needs to fix. I love it. That's fun, isn't it? I love it. Big Um, shout out to Andrew. He had a huge task that I would have not even known where to start. And he made this awesome app. You can have a customized breakout schedule. It shows you your schedule, not just everything available. Yeah, it's It's sweet. it has so many things you can click on and see the ministry partners and who's speaking. Good job, Andrew. You amaze me. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Go download the app. Um, All right. So today, Ryan, we're 13 days from Megacon and our theme is stronger together, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so when we were brainstorming podcast, Amber said, why don't we talk about the value of teams? Because if we're stronger together, there's so many things that we do when it comes to leading teams. And I think not only in this episode, but at the whole conference, you have the opportunity to ask questions, learn from leaders, um, and figure out how to lead your entire team better. Mm-hmm. And so I want to jump into a couple of questions. Before we do that, do we need to give a shout out to a sponsor? I don't think we have one today. We have a sponsor next week, but today... We're sponsorless. Could the app be a sponsor? I don't know. Sure. The episode number 89 of the Kids Matter podcast is sponsored by the Kids Matter Megacon 2021 app that Corey is so graciously holding and is so beautifully holding in his hands. Go download it. It's a free app. I was at the soccer game last night, told my brother-in-law about the app. 
who's a little jokester. And he goes, $3 for the app. I just paid $3. And he got me for a minute. But it's a, it's not a $3 app. It is a free app. Go download it. Thank you, and Kids Matter Megacon, for sponsoring episode When you're 89. checking in, you can use the app. There's a little barcode I covered mine up so that you don't steal my registration. <laughs> you know what? That's a good point, Corey. So when you actually get to Megacon, you can bring your printed ticket. But if you've got the app, it just pops up the QR code and you're going to scan it and admission will be granted. And there's also going to be things like push notifications and stuff through the app. So it's not just a, oh, cool, I have the app. Like it's, it's kind of an added but needed feature. So you want the app. It's not just fluff. There is going to be some exclusive content and offers, Corey. You've got lined up for those app users, right? Yeah, sure. Uh, It's going to be great. Yeah. So that's our official sponsor. Thank you, Kids Matter Megacon app. Yes. And we didn't just pull that out of the air. So Ryan and Amber, first question of the day. Um, How do you lead your team well? When I ask that question, what are some of the first things that come to your mind? How do you lead your team well? Man, that's good. I feel like I'll, I'll, I'll take the lead on this one, Amber, and you take the lead on the next question. I know, Corey, you're going to jump in too. I feel like um, – if there's anyone between the three of us that leads a team well, Corey, not, not that you don't, Amber, but Corey, I've always admired, Corey, how well you lead a team. Remember, I just I called you last week, and you, you said, I'm in a staff meeting. Let me call you back. You called me back after your staff meeting. I said, how did staff meeting go? And you told me that it went great. This, this, was it this month or this week we're focusing on this? Mm-hmm. And it's more than just punching through like, okay, how did it go Sunday? And what do we need to get ready for this Sunday? But you're actually trying to develop your team. And I think if you, if you can learn as a leader that your role is more than just getting people to do work and you're more, your role is more than just getting people to show up on Sunday, it's more than just getting warm bodies in a room, but you're actually developing people and discipling people. So um, you are really a, a, a disciple maker not just with the kids, but with your own team. And so um, I think a lot of times because kids ministry is so programmatic and we have so many slots to fill on Sundays and Wednesday nights that uh, we can kind of think of our people as, as we may not say this and we may not really think it, but we act like it. They're just people that fill a slot. And if all my slots are full, I'm good. But do I really view myself as someone that's developing people? Um mm-hmm. I think that's a, I think that makes a big difference. What about you, Amber? So I'm unique in that I don't really have a team per se. We're yes. a really small church. So yeah. I am the children's ministry. Yes. Um, now we have another Sunday school teacher and then I'm technically over our director of youth. Yeah. Um, but we, I, I don't have to get, you know, like teams are, you're this week, you're that week. So I have some people that serve in different roles, but I'm pretty much the team. But one thing I learned over COVID with, with the ladies that, that I do work with is to, to learn where they need extra love. Um, one of my teachers, she's, she teaches the younger kids Sunday school class and she is fabulous, but she's old school. Um, like it's time to sit down. It's time to listen. She has years and like working in the school system and she really struggles with, am I doing a good job? Is it okay mm-hmm. to tell the kids to sit down and be quiet? I'm like, yeah. Um, so I've learned that she really needs that encouragement. And 
Um, not just when she asks. So I've learned that for her, I need to make sure that I'm giving her the encouragement she needs. I need to be making sure that I'm telling her that she's doing a good job. And then with our youth leader, um, she, her full-time job is the person in charge of COVID at the health department where we live. Wow. So she's had a very, very stressful job for the last year and a half. And during COVID, I really made it my intention to just pour into her and I would take the workload off of her. I'm like, I've got planning your lessons. I'm your, I've got you a binder of lessons. Uh, I'll take care of this. I'll take care of this. I would drop off chocolate on her porch, just really loving on her and seeing, all right, she's in a season where she needs the help. She needs the support mm-hmm. and offering that, not waiting until she asks for the help. Mm-hmm. So I think just really seeing where your team has a need and not necessarily waiting until they come to you for that, but knowing them and loving on them and pouring into them when you see that need. I think the Kidman community resembles Jesus when they're doing that, when they are, when they set the example, when they're doing things, and not just calling their leaders to do things, but they are doing all the things that they're calling their people to be doing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and man, nothing gets you in trouble more when you ask somebody to do something you're personally not willing to do. And so setting that example is a big deal. Um, and like realizing you're a person too. And so uh, like recently I'm starting to get onto one of the guys about filling out his expense reports and realize I'm kind of like in that same bus. I struggle with getting them in on time. Um, Just everything else gets in the way. And so being more patient with your people, being real with them and saying, Hey, me too. Uh, I need to get that in, but let's both do it. And you look like Jesus. Um, Jesus washed his disciples feet. He demonstrated and modeled what it looked like. So uh, I think that's good. Leading your teams. Well, all right. So Let me me jump in real quick. Um, I read an article a week or two back back about Starbucks and um, the the amount of effort that they put into training their people, their employees, which um, they call their employees partners, which I love that. That that could be a whole conversation that you have that you're not just employee or partner. But what, what they do to really make sure, the point of the article was everything Starbucks does to make sure that you as a customer have a great experience every time that you walk into the door mm-hmm. and what they say in a nutshell is it's all about their people, their partners and the way they train them. So they understand they've got to have good people and they've got to train those people. And boy, there are books written around how Starbucks trains their people. So um, this is a huge conversation that I know, I think we're going to transition into this, Corey, but this yeah, whole idea this whole idea of training, because if there's something that is important, but very, very difficult in the busy world that we live in, it's training our team. Mm-hmm. Agree, Corey? Very much agree. Yeah. There's always more things that can crowd out. Uh, it's the urgent versus the important. We talk yeah. about it all the time, that tyranny of the urgent book. If you're yeah. a listener to the podcast, Spend your $2 and go buy it for oh, real. Isn't it worth it? It's worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's talk about training. Uh, Corey, training's important. I think we all get it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can recruit great people, but if you don't train them, 
but training can also be hard because man, everybody's so busy. How do you get people to come to the church for a training? So you decide to do something on YouTube or a podcast and how do you know that everybody's watching it? Um, training, I think is a challenge, especially, you know, these aren't, these aren't employees that like I pay you to show up for training. You know, these are volunteers that you're just thankful that they're willing to help. Um, training is tough. How, how, what do you see works in your church, Corey, around training volunteers or a team? Yeah, I think a lot of it kind of comes down to what would Corey want? Corey doesn't want to come up to church on Sunday night for an extra thing. Yes, yes. Um, I think we do a good amount of uh, cross-training where it, you step in somebody else's shoes and see how they do things. We also are real slow in onboarding people that were intentional and in making sure that they understand the role that they're stepping into and the different caveats of what that role means. Um, and we don't just train by verbal instruction or handing someone a piece of paper, but yeah. it's modeling um, it's being hands-on and having that coach that can come alongside of you to say, Hey, uh, I noticed when you took the kids to the bathroom, uh, this, you did this, or you didn't do this. And instead of it just being a piece of paper, now we have a piece of paper and they can see it and we have an abbreviated paper, but it's not a 55 page manual because that's what you need if you want to do ministry well, and no one's going to read it. So well, exactly. Good point. Good point. There uh, are some cool video things because I think you're right. People don't necessarily want to come up to something if there's not value or really good snacks. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. But there are some great things like we have Megacon. If you're listening to the podcast, surely by now you realize that this is an amazing training opportunity that you can go to. Um, but then there are some at home things. We have Global Kidman Day, which is a training you can do at your church or you can like push it out. There are training videos there. If you get Megacon to go, you can listen to those trainings at your home while you're doing laundry or working out or whatever. And you can do it as a team or individually, if you're like me and you are the team, yeah. you can train, but then you can do it together. Uh, my youth leader and I went through DYM university and the goal is to do it separately, but together. So even if it's not mm -hmm. a set whatever you can read a book together as a team and then talk about it. You can send your team some training videos. You can make a two minute YouTube video and send it out. You yeah. can train at home, the comfort of your place, but then talk about it together. I think training, I think that's all good, Amber. Definitely. Um, good reminders. I love that of just passing stuff along. I think uh, one, one key that'll help you as you think about training is it's not, I think you're going to really get frustrated podcast listeners. If you try one thing and it, one way of doing it and, and that's all you do. So if I only do a YouTube video or I only try to do a monthly meeting or I only try to do an every other Sunday after church huddle, it's going to be frustrating. I think training is an always always thing. So I'm always training. Like it's like Amber just said, whether it's pushing out a video that I watched or making a video or sharing an article and it, and I'm all, I'm always doing it all different kinds of ways. So, um, because here's the thing, not everybody's going to listen to your podcast. Not everybody listens to podcasts. Not everybody's going to watch your YouTube video because not everybody gets into doing that. Not everybody's going to come to your meeting because they're all busy. Um, 
or they have other stuff going on. They're not all going to read your newsletter. You may, you may put it in their hand, but there doesn't mean they're going to read it. They're not going to read their emails. I don't read all my emails and, and I'm sure you don't read them all either. Even from people that you admire and respect. Um, Amber knows I don't read all my emails. I still owe you a couple from Monday, don't I? Um, Last week. Oh, and the week before. My point is, um, I know it takes a little extra effort, but if you can do several things. So if you're going to, if you're going to um, do, do a little training on something, why not type it in a couple paragraphs, put it on your Facebook group page, email it out, but then speak it into your phone and make it a podcast and put it on YouTube and just, you know, try doing several things. Um, I think you might be more effective. It's kind of like, I've heard the, the quote before, like when dealing with letting families know about an event, it takes seven, seven different times and seven different ways of people receiving that information before it really actually clicks with them that there's something about this. So you need to be doing different ways, multiple times to reach different people. Like I have a lady, she has no clue how to work the internet. So YouTube videos would not work for her. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Now, Amber and Ryan, um, if we're going to tie this all in together, our theme is stronger together. Um, so how does a team in ministry live out this theme or how are we stronger together because of a team? Yeah. I got this. Go for it. You can start, Amber. Yep. I got this because this has been my life the last um, two years is that you need that team, even if it is just a volunteer that you can call at a moment's notice because you're going to get sick or someone's going to die or life is just going to be unmanageable and you need someone to step in for you and you need that in place before that happens. So you need to have that trained leader even if it's a volunteer that doesn't actively serve, but that can step in because life is going to happen and you need to be able to go and be sick or deal with life or whatever and know they've got this. Um, and then the same thing, you need to be able to do that. Like I got a text from my youth leader today. She's leaving work, going home with a killer migraine. So moments notice I might be taking the youth tonight too. You need that relationship with your team. You need to know your team. You need to have a team to where, I mean, it's, God's ministry. It's God's church. You're, you're one, you are a team. So be strong when someone is weak and when you're weak, someone else can be strong. Yeah. I love it. Um, Deuteronomy 32 30 says that one can chase a thousand, but two can put 10,000 to flight. I love that verse. Um, one can chase a thousand, two can put 10,000 to flight. So one their two is not twice as powerful as one. Two is 10 times as powerful as one. And if you're leading alone, you recognize the value of having at least one or two other people on your team. It really does make a difference. Um, if you're listening to the podcast and you're like, yeah, this all sounds great, this whole idea of a team, but I'm at this church plant or, you know, what, our church has really got hit hard from COVID and I'm feeling lonely and I don't have much of a team. You know, begin praying, begin, if you're not already, continue, either begin or continue praying, God, would you send people to my team? And, you know, don't focus on the five people that you would like to have. Just focus on the next person. Pray for one more person. Don't focus on the 10 leaders that you need. Focus on the one and pray, God, would you send me one? 
And God, would you lead me to somebody that I can talk to? Um, because you need, God did not, God did not intend for any of us to do ministry alone, a life alone or ministry alone. Jesus didn't do ministry alone, and he surely doesn't expect you to do ministry alone. So find some good people. Uh, pray that God would can always be leading more people on your team. Truly is a game changer. Now guys, I think you wrapped that up beautifully. So I'm not adding anything because I'm looking forward to coming to MegaCon, seeing this theme lived out stronger together. And uh, I think we're just going to walk away so much better. Before we go, though, is there anything like last minute that we need to know? Like as far as we all got the app now, so that's taken care of. But yeah. meals, scheduling, is there anything going on? Yeah, you know, if you're catching this podcast the day it releases on Thursday, you have till the end of the day to get your meal passes. We did extend it two days because we've had um, s- several ministry partners in and people, Corey, today we've had people buying tickets. So our, our hard deadline that we have to order food is Friday morning. So we are, uh, all of our numbers have to be in Friday morning. So get your meal passes, get your tickets. Brent, you can still get a ticket and bring somebody with you. All of those links for meal passes and tickets and stuff are at megacon2021.com. And I would encourage you um, to pray, 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 pray. If you're attending Megacon, really begin to pray. God, would you lead me to the right breakouts? Lord, would you do a work in my heart and in my life? And, and would you help me to lead changed? Would you help me to grow in the areas that I need to grow? If you can't attend Megacon, boy, we're, we're sure going to miss you. You're going to enjoy following all the posts on Facebook. You can purchase Megacon to go. I'll talk to you about how to do that later um, to, to take home or to take advantage of some of the training, even if you can't make it. But, but pray, pray, pray. I really believe God's got great things in store for each of us. been a great Thank episode. Um, yeah. Episode 89. That's a wrap. Is a wrap. Always um, an honor to do things with you and Amber. You guys are awesome. I love it. Back at you. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, episode number 89. Can't wait to see it. Number 90 next week. If you have not subscribed to the podcast, please do so. Also, rate and review the podcast. Um, we would be so, so grateful for that. Friends, we'll talk to you next time. This episode might be over, but the conversation is just getting started. Head over to the I Love Kidman Facebook group and let's talk about your next steps in your kids' ministry journey.